Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hi guys, happy Friday. If you're listening on Friday when it comes out, um, welcome back to another episode of Empowered Radio. So today we are going to talk about the scale. I know a lot of people um, have a, just a terrible relationship with the scale and hate the scale. Um, and you'll see posts that say, screw the scale and all that. So we'll get into that. And then we're also going to, because I always like to give you guys tangible takeaways that you can actually apply to your life, your finished journey. So we'll talk about the scale, how you can use it to where you won't hate it, um, or what could possibly be making you have a bad relationship with the scale. And then we'll talk about some metrics that you should be actually using in addition to weighing, or if you're someone who doesn't want to weigh, um, metrics that you can track for to make sure that you are on target to your fat loss goals. So um, we're just going to jump right in. The scale, most people have a bad relationship with the scale. And I always, um, or I shouldn't say most people have a, a, a lot of people have a bad relationship with the scale and a lot of people do not like weighing in. And I attribute a lot of that to different um, like TV shows that you see, like The Biggest Loser, how they have like the weekly weigh-ins and even like Weight Watchers when they used to do the weekly weigh-ins. So things like that. And people get this picture in their head like, I need to weigh in once a week. I will weigh in on maybe it's Saturday morning. And when I give you this example here, this is exactly what I used to do. So I would weigh in on Saturday morning. I think a lot of people do that. So it's the end of the week. You've had a great week. You've dieted hard. You weigh in on Saturday morning and you see a low weigh in and it's like, yes, I get my reward meal. I get my cheat meal. I get to treat myself today. (laughs) And when I say that, I say you guys, but I mean me. That's what I would do. So I would weigh in. If I would see a low weigh in, it meant that I got to treat myself because I was um, I was doing good. So I would reward myself with food, which is insane. Um, but on the flip side of that, if I saw a high number, I would also do the same thing because I would see a high number and then I would say, screw it, nothing's working, this diet sucks, it's never going to work for me, I'm broken, I'm just going to eat like an asshole today because it doesn't work anyways. How many of you are raising your hand and you're like, yep, that is me currently, I have been there. You guys, again, (laughs) I speak from experience when I say I did that for a very long time and I had a terrible relationship with the scale because I would only weigh in one time a week. It put so much significance on that weigh-in for it to be a low number. Now, it didn't matter that maybe my cycle was during that time. I didn't even think about that. If I was on my period, it didn't matter. I didn't think about the fact that I was retaining water from my cycle. I literally just saw a higher number than I was supposed to, so I freaked out and I was gaining weight. I was gaining fat, not understanding the difference in fat gain and weight gain because they are two totally different things. And I know I've touched on that um, in several different podcasts, but I'll touch on that again. So when we're talking about fat gain, we are literally talking about fat tissue. 
So when you are dieting, you want to lose fat. That is the goal. When you lose weight, that could be composed of water weight. That could be muscle tissue. That could be food volume um, as far as like having a bowel movement right before. (laughs) So just because you weigh less doesn't mean that you're actually losing fat. So again, two totally different things, but we want to make sure that or the goal would be to lose fat because that is what is literally going to transform your body. So when you lose fat and you are building muscle, so losing fat, fat cells will shrink. And when you're building muscle, muscle and fat are two totally different types of tissue, by the way, you're not going to be able to turn um, fat into muscle. So that's not a thing. But when you are building muscle, so the muscle tissue that you do have, you're making it bigger and you're getting stronger. And because that muscle tissue is getting bigger and you're also losing fat. So because you're losing fat and muscle occupies less space on the body because the tissue is more dense. um, That's why you'll see like if you're dieting, you might not see uh, huge jumps on the scale as far as like the weight dropping down. But you might notice that one, you feel better, but two, that your clothes are fitting looser and measurements are going down. That's because you're recomping your body. So that's body recomposition. That's when you're building muscle. So your muscle is getting bigger um, and you're losing fat. So where that fat is coming off your body, you're building muscle and your body essentially is shrinking because it is getting smaller again, because fat occupies more space on your body because the tissue is just um, pound for pound. They weigh the same. But have you ever seen like, a pound of fat next to a pound of muscle, those infographics, it's crazy the difference um, in the size. So it just makes a massive difference in the way your body looks when you actually are losing a pound of fat in exchange, you know, versus like when you're um, adding a pound of muscle, for example. But again, that's, I'm kind of getting in the weeds here, but I want you to understand the difference in, and fat loss and weight loss, we want to lose fat. So even if the scale is going down, we want to make sure that we're doing the things that we should be doing so that we are um, maintaining our muscle mass. So that's when we talk about the weight training, strength training is so important. And then the adequate protein intake is so important so that we make sure that we are holding on to our hard-earned muscle and that we're building more muscle um, and that we are losing fat and not just weight. So Back to the weighing in. If you are someone who is just weighing in once a week, you're putting a huge significance on that weigh-in. So you're thinking about it all week. You're, it's, I was obsessed and like consumed about eating like late at night. I was scared to death if I ate late at night, like the night before I'm like, but that'll like, I'll weigh more in the morning if I eat late at night. Not even again, realizing that it doesn't really matter what time or how you eat your calories throughout the day, something, a rice cake, you know, if you had two rice cakes in the morning and they're 35 calories a piece, 70 calories for two plain rice cakes in the morning, those two rice cakes are still going to be 70 calories at 11 p.m. at night. Your, Your food does not increase in calories because it's later in the day. So keep that in mind. It doesn't matter necessarily the timing in which you eat your meals, it it more matters um, in terms of fat gain and fat loss, the amount, the quantity that you're eating. But to me, again, I was so worried about this number that I would see that it was like, 
I wanted to stop eating by like 6 p.m. And it was just crazy the stuff I was doing because I was so scared of what this weigh-in would look like. So a lot of people that say, yeah, but if I weighed in um, more than the one time, then I, it just like makes me more anxious. First of all, have you ever tried it? And then second of all, think about it in this way. I love analogies. You guys know that. So think about if we were looking at the weather forecast and you're going on vacation to the beach and you look at the weather and you see that there is one day while you're gone that while you're there, it's supposed to rain the entire day. The rest of the days are sunny and beautiful or the majority of the days are sunny and beautiful. But you see that one day that it is it's supposed to rain. Are you going to look at that and be like my whole vacation, the whole five days is the weather's awful. The, the vacation, the weather's supposed to be awful the whole time. Well, no, because the majority of the days are going to be really nice and sunny. So it's the same thing with the weigh-in. If you're just looking at that one day and weighing in, that could be your one high day of the week. You don't know. We can't control that. Literally, the day-to-day fluctuations that we see on the scale are essentially like water volume and food volume in the body most of the time. And um, so if you only weigh in that one time, you could be missing three or four low weigh-ins throughout the week that would balance out that average, which is why I preach weighing in multiple times a week. I would say at least three. Um, If you want to weigh daily, that's fine, but at least three. And then taking your average for the week, and then you will track your average week over week. It gives you a much more accurate picture of what your progress looks like. Plus it literally, I mean, I'm telling you, it takes so much more significance away from that one weigh-in because you're weighing in multiple times. So if you're somebody who is right now, you hate the scale and it's because you weigh in once a week, try weighing in multiple times. I would say try three times a week to start. I personally weigh daily. It's just part of my routine at this point. And I have a Bluetooth scale that syncs to my phone and it'll give me my average for the week. And that is what I follow. But when I step on the scale, if it's a high number, I don't, I've gotten to a point where I have, um, I really believe knowledge is power. And I've gotten to a point now where I can look at that number and not feel an attachment to it and be like, oh my God, I'm not seeing progress. I need to go eat everything or nothing I'm doing is working. I usually will sit there and think, okay, I am this close to my period, or I ate really late last night, or I had um, super high fiber meal yesterday. It, what? Or maybe I was calorie cycling, and it was you know one of my high food, high calorie days the day before, even though all of my other days were low calorie days. But you're still, it's more food volume in your body the next morning because you ate more food that day. Um, so there's so many things that will affect that number that you see from you know, fiber intake to eating later at night. Again, it's totally fine to do if you're working within your calorie budget, but it will also likely still be not, it'll be undigested food in your gut the next morning. So expecting to just see a higher number on the scale is just normal because you haven't had a bowel movement yet, unless you are somebody you're able to, um, you know, use the bathroom, have a bowel movement before you weigh yourself. But a lot of times if we're weighing first thing when we open our eyes in the morning, we usually, you know, can pee, jump on the scale with no clothes on and weigh ourselves. And, you know, it is what it is. Um, But so fiber, undigested food in your gut. It it could even be like if you're somebody who went out and drank the night before, 
um, and say you still worked within your calories, but you drank a lot, you may weigh less the next morning because you're dehydrated. (laughs) And then you might hydrate that day and see the scale go up just a little bit the day after. Um, So again, a lot of this is going to be water volume, water levels in your body that you're seeing on the scale as far as um, reflection day to day. But again, I think it is so powerful when you do weigh yourself to be able to um, relate what is going on or what you ate or whether you're traveling. I know when I travel, um, depending on where I go, if it's super warm and I stood a lot, my ankles will usually swell. I'll retain water. And bowel movements aren't the best um, for a lot of people when they travel just because you're in a different routine. You're eating different foods. So a lot of people see the scale jump up um, post-vacation, maybe like the next day, and then it might drop like significantly a day or two after you're home. So again, tracking your trends is literally doing nothing but empowering you with knowledge of what is going on with your body when your weight jumps you know, how close you are to your cycle, things like that. Again, knowing these things, um, certain foods, if, you know, you might even notice with like too much dairy or gluten, and those are just examples because some people or a lot of people will have um, digestive issues with those, you know, those are two triggers for a lot of people. Um, So just examples of things that could cause digestive stress, but also it could correlate to a higher number on the scale. So again, all of that to say weighing in more frequently will give you a better picture of what's going on. It allows you to track your average. It also, um, again, like I said, it just the biggest thing is taking that significance away from that one weigh in where we usually get so either overly happy and excited. And then we that's kind of when you attach that low weigh in to like rewarding yourself and doing good and it's things are good because I see the low number and then if it's not low then it's the complete opposite so it's like this attachment to that um, when it should just be okay this is what it is this is why it is what it is and just keep on moving um, but I wanted to share this today because it, I feel like we are especially for those who started dieting January 1 we're in this point now where people are going to start you know maybe the first week they saw a big flush of weight loss on the scale because of water weight and they're eating better and they're moving more. And then the second week they may have seen just a little bit of a loss and it's kind of tapering off. And then it's going to get to the point now where it's, um, you know, especially if you're just weighing one time that you may not see a loss on that weigh in, but you may have missed the, the small losses throughout the week. So again, just knowing weighing yourself more frequently will take that, significance away from that one way in, but it also will help you to make more informed decisions as to when you need to adjust your calories, um, whether that's decreasing them, whether that is adding in some cardio so you're getting some more calorie expenditure um, or a combination of the two. But again, knowledge is power and seeing the full picture will help you to be able to make that better informed decision. Now, when we are talking about things that you should track um, or what I would recommend tracking when you are in a fat loss phase and even when you're not, um, and I'll touch on that separately, but when you're in a fat loss phase, I would suggest tracking your weight, weighing in at least three times a week and tracking that average. I would suggest taking measurements, at least your bust, hips, and waist, and you can do that usually bi-weekly is good for that. 
And then I also recommend taking progress pictures. And I would say if you don't want to do those weekly, bi-weekly um, is good for those too, because again, you're not going to see like massive, sig- massive, significant changes every single week. Um, but again, those things will allow you to see. I think it's really important, especially because the scale might not always be going down when you're, like I said, um, working at fat loss and adding muscle. So you're recomping your body. You might not see big changes on the scale and it might, it is discouraging. I've been there. Um, and you want to see the scale go down at some point. But when you're seeing your measurements go down and your inches are going down and your clothes are fitting better and you're getting in smaller size pants, it's like, who really cares what the scale says? Because nobody knows what that number is other than you and your doctor. Um, so those are the things I would make sure that I'm tracking if I'm in a fat loss phase. If you're someone who is just anti-scale and you just don't want to, or maybe you just don't have one, um, then definitely I would do the measurements and the pictures um, definitely bi-weekly and track those so that you'll know, you know, that you're on track where you want to be. Now, if you are at maintenance um, or not, you know, tracking regularly, but tracking here and there, and you're just trying to maintain your weight, I still recommend weighing in, I would say a couple times a week, at least once a week. Um, so having that metric and then measuring, I would say bi-weekly or once a month. Um, and same thing with pictures, if you want to do pictures like once a month. So I would say weighing one to two times a week and then uh, measuring at least once a month. And the only reason I suggest this during maintenance is, yes, you'll probably see measurements, especially like um, around your waist, just because food volume. So the circumference is going to be bigger. But so you'll see um, measurements go up just slightly and weight again, same thing will go up just slightly because you're eating more food volume, you're retaining more water, your muscles are filled with more glycogen and water. So it might be two to three pounds for um, most people. Some people, if you weigh a little more, it might be a couple pounds more. But the idea of keeping tabs on your weight and measurements, even at maintenance, regularly will help you from accidentally gaining 10 to 15 to 20 pounds. Um, So what we keep track of and what we keep focus on It just helps us keep that watchful eye so we don't slip up and accidentally gain a ton of weight. And then, you know, three or four months down the road, we're like, holy crap, how did I gain 10 pounds? Or how did I gain 15 pounds? That was like, I I blinked my eyes. And, you know, I think a lot of people did that during COVID. That, you know, the first few months, it was like, holy crap, I've gained 20 pounds and I don't even know how I did it. And um, again, if we keep just that little, it's kind of like checking your bank account and just like keeping tabs on things to make sure there's still money in there. (laughs) Um, But that's what I recommend at maintenance or not tracking just to to keep an eye on things to make sure they don't spiral out of control, especially if you're not tracking at all. So hope this one's helpful. It went a little longer, but um, for those of you that are scared of the scale or have that phobia, Try again the weighing a few times during the week and tracking your average. I really do think that that one um, will be more helpful when you can see, you know, the, the bigger picture. So let me know what you guys think. I hope you all have an amazing weekend and I will talk to you all next Friday. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, 
could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.